This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. How are you? Welcome to another episode. Are you ready to love your marriage again? I have been thinking about you so much and I am eager to share my thinking about this particular podcast episode with you and let's go, right? Let's just get right to it. I will tell you that my office is in the basement of our home and I guess the air conditioning unit for the whole house is down here because it's quite noisy. (laughs) So of course, the moment I press record to do this podcast for you, the air conditioning is on. Hello, August. And so it's a little bit of background noise. I hope it is not a distraction for what I have to share with you because this is some good stuff here. So let's dive in. All right. Listen, I want you to know that I too am a woman who is married. I too am a woman who is on the never ending journey of loving her marriage. Right. And I offer that to you because My personality type being sort of a very achievement driven person, I am always focused on like the end goal and the destination, right? Like if I have a goal, like if I want to lose 40 pounds, I'm not really happy until I've lost the 40 pounds, right? Forget the three pounds and the 10 pounds and the you know, 24 pounds that are on the way and forget all the growth and the learning that I am acquiring. I just want the goal, right? And so I offer that to you because as I have been immersing myself in coaching as a product of coaching and as a deliverer, (laughs) an offerer, those are even words, um, of coaching, this is something that I have to be extremely conscious of. And I was actually talking with one of my coach friends yesterday who really helped me remember that in every area of my life. And if you've been following me for a while, you've probably heard me say that how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if you are the type of person that if you were trying to lose weight, you would only be happy when you reach the end goal know that that is also part of what is probably going on for you when you think about your marriage, that if you aren't as happy as you are believing that you should be, or if your husband isn't showing up as the best version of himself consistently, that anything less than that 
is going to be diminished. Your brain isn't one going to recognize it and you're not going to want to be content with it until you get that like 10 out of 10. Now, I want to offer that that 10 out of 10 is absolutely possible, but you have to be willing to go through the process. You have to be willing to become the person to transform within yourself so that you can achieve the 10 out of 10, right? And I know that there are a lot of things that can pop up in the marriage, in the relationship you have with your husband that throw you off track, that you may have this goal and desire to be happy together and stuff happens. You get into an argument. He responds to you in a way that you don't really like. And it feels like the whole house of cards is just toppling down. And so I wanted to speak with you today about a particular issue that I know many of you struggle with in terms of what do you do when he's not that into you? What do you do when he's sort of cold and distant, when he's not enthusiastic, where you are trying to reach out to him, where you are trying to show up as your best, and he's still sitting there like on a bump on a log or, you know, a Debbie Downer, just ignoring and dismissing the efforts that you are making. I know that this is an incredibly frustrating experience because again, we have this expectation that if I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to do, he should be doing the things that he's supposed to be doing. And so sometimes we're not on the same path at the same pace, meaning there will be many times in your marriage where you're going to have to go first. You're going to have to take the lead. You're going to have to get the running start. And that start may be just a few steps and then he comes along or it may be miles. It may be miles. And I want to offer you that because marriage is a long-term game of endurance. It is not something that you do one thing and you automatically reap the results of your positive actions, your positive thinking, all the things that I'm coaching you to do. And so don't get discouraged if you are running this race or dragging your marriage along and it feels like it's not worth it. It feels like it's not pointless. I want you to know that it is. And I want you to know to keep going. And today's podcast episode is really to give you some perspective and some tools to help you do that. Okay. So here's the thing. When it comes to the marriage, when it comes to the relationship, every single couple has a dance that they do that creates distance and disconnection, right? So that means you take one step, he takes one step. He takes a step, you respond to that, literally like a two-step dance. And it's important that you know what your dance is. And this is actually something I work through very deeply with all of my private coaching clients. And what I'll say to you here is that basically it boils down to knowing three things, what the triggers are in the marriage, how you respond to those triggers, and which person is triggered the most, right? So what are his triggers with you? What are your triggers with him? How do you respond to those triggers? What are your dance moves when those certain situations happen? 
And then just knowing who is the person that is triggered the most, who is the person that's most upset with the other person. It's important to know if you're leading the dance or if you're being followed along in the dance. Okay. So however you can answer that for yourself, either way, where you're the one that's more triggered with him, or if he's the one that's more triggered with you, there will be these moments where he is cold and distant toward you, where it will feel like he's holding you at an arm's length distance, where he's not communicating with you, where he's just not receptive to the things that you are doing. And how most people respond to something like this is very human, right? When you are feeling rejected and hurt, you keep to yourself, right? You withdraw because he feels unsafe to you or you aggress, right? It's literally the fight or flight response where you then, you know, question him about it. Why are you treating me this way? Why aren't you responding to me more positively? Why are you saying that? Why aren't you saying that, right? We just search and sort of poke holes at the situation. And so I want you to know that this is just the human response. And in order to heal your marriage, in order to move your marriage forward in a better direction, we have to sort of overcome what is the natural but detrimental human response. Okay. So we are literally, I want you to put that S on your chest and gather up some superhuman strength to not do what feels naturally for you to do, right? To not either aggress and complain to him about it or to not withdraw. What I'm going to ask you to do is to reach out, to continue to reach out, to not be distracted, to not be deterred. And I'm going to share with you right now five points or perspectives or ways of looking at the situation that can help you do that. Okay. So the first thing I want to say is that it's important that you understand the real reason why he may be distant and cold towards you. A lot of times we will just say like, he's just mean, he's just a jerk. He's just a fill in the blank with your favorite word to describe your husband. And so we make his behavior become a character flaw for who he is as a person. We indict him as a whole person for one instance or repeated series of instances of behaving a certain way. And here's what I want to offer you. You've probably heard the statement, hurt people hurt people right? Even if you think about children, like when children act out, they're acting out because something internally is wrong and they don't have the proper tools to handle it better. And the same is happening for your husband. If you had a husband who was at one time loving and caring and affectionate and loved to talk with you where your relationship felt easy and amazing, and if he's not showing up as that person anymore, Something has happened to hurt him, to anger him, to disappointment, to create some level of resentment where the only way he knows how to respond to that is to distance himself or to be cold towards you. And so it is your job to not make assumptions about him just being a jerk or an a-hole, but to really look deeper, like what could be going on with him? What could be bothering him? 
what could this coldness and this distance be showing me about where he's hurting? Right? Just think about asking yourself that, like, where is he hurting? It's such a beautiful place to be as a wife who wants to be connected to her husband. Like, where is he hurting? What might I have done to create some hurt in him that I no longer feel safe to him? Okay. So that's the first thing I want you to do. The second thing is an extension of that. And it's really to recognize what you are making his actions mean. Usually when someone is cold and distant towards us, we make it mean one of two things. He doesn't care and he doesn't love me. It's so amazing how quick our brains are just wired to come to that conclusion. Okay. So when we believe he doesn't care and he doesn't love me, I want to tell you right now, so hear me loud and clear, it's just not true. I know you have a lot of evidence. I know you have a lot of examples, but that is a thought error. Literally like your computer sometimes just has an error and it's just malfunctioning and it's putting out the wrong thing. Your brain is a machine like a computer and sometimes it has thought errors. And if you aren't in a environment that causes you to question the things your brain delivers to you, you will believe it to be true. And then you will act in accordance with that. And then you will reproduce that error over and over and over again in your life. And so I just want you to know and to be able to recognize and to be onto yourself that you are making his distance and coldness mean that he doesn't care or that he doesn't love you. And that is absolutely for 100% not true. Just let that sink in. Okay. The third thing you must do is you have to have a way to deal with your own emotions, right? You are human and you do have feelings too. And so his coldness and his distance is making you hurt, right? And now because you're hurt, you want to complain to him about it or you want to withdraw and not be around him. Again, this is where you're going to need to have some way of processing how you feel. Now, most of us as women are external processors, meaning we need to talk it out. We need to write it out. We need to verbalize and express what is going on inside of us. Men traditionally are not like that. When they are hurt, they go inward, which is why he's probably not telling you what's going on because his brain is not conditioned to do that. But for you, you need a way to let it out, right? That is one of the reasons that I love coaching so much. It's like I just become the the recipient or the receptacle for you to let all of that out. And what's great about how I offer my coaching is my clients have access to me in between our sessions. So whenever that stuff comes up, they can just give it to me. I'm like, give it to me until we've built your muscle to handle it and process it on your own. But it's so important that you do that. Otherwise you begin to fester and you begin to just be so agitated and so hurt within yourself that you then hurt him more, right? And it's an endless cycle of just both of you being hurt and 
your hurts rubbing up against his hurts so that no one is feeling any relief. Okay, that's number three. Number four is you have to keep your eye focused on what you want more. Again, we are going up against a human tendency to protect ourselves. And when you are in this process of improving your marriage, that has to be the main thing that you think about. How can my hurt right now be overridden by the desire that I have for this very specific type of marriage? You have to know where you want the marriage to go. You have to know what are the exact experiences you want to start having more of. And I'm pretty sure that you don't want more distance. I'm pretty sure that you don't want another argument or another disagreement that sends you into not talking to each other for several days. Now, what's also important when it comes to knowing what you want in the marriage is you have to have this belief that it is possible. Otherwise, you're working for nothing. So if you've already given up or if you're so apathetic that you're like, I could take it or leave it, then this isn't going to work for you right? Like you're not going to want to work through your emotions and still reach out to him when you're like, it doesn't even matter. And so you have to find a reason that it does matter. Is it because you want to keep your family together? Is that enough of a reason to keep you moving forward on what you want more? Is it that you want to be able to you know, meet God whenever that time comes and be able to say, God, I gave everything to this. I made a vow to you. I made a vow to my husband. I made a vow to myself that I would love through the good and the bad. And I did the best that I could. Whatever it is for you, you have to find that reason that you want that end result more than you want to be in your feelings. And then the fifth point is a combination of really praying to God that he would give you the strength to reach out to your husband, even in your hurt. And also on the flip side of that, that God would soften your husband's heart towards you. And here what I say is be as specific as possible about what you need. Be specific as possible about what you want God to do for you and how you want God to move on your husband's heart on your behalf. God wants both of you to be happy. He wants both of you to be thriving and flourishing. He loves you just as much as he loves your husband. And so you want to keep him at the center of your union so that he can constantly be the one correcting you, correcting him, shifting you, moving him so that you guys are always in alignment with what it is that he brought you together for in the first place. Okay. So again, the Holy Spirit is our advocate in this and he will give you the strength and he will give you the insight and the wisdom for what to do. What I love about my coaching practice is I bring all of that together, right? Like we use the power of the Holy Spirit. And what I'm able to do is help you intellectually with your human mind, with your human brain, 
and to reshift things in your thinking so that God can flourish and operate through you at the highest level so that you can be the love that you are created to be. You can create the love that you want to create in your marriage and your marriage can be this glorious example of not only God's love for you, but your love for God and your husband's love for God manifest through the two of you together. And so marriage is so much bigger than you, but it can only operate through you, right? So being able to do these things and to continue to reach out, even though your husband may be distant, is so important to do. I want to support you in doing that. If you are looking for help, if you are looking for a coach to help you get into your thinking, get into your mind, help you adjust your attitude and your feelings and process your emotions, I am here to help you do that. So you can go directly to my website, drshavon.com, and there is a tab, work with me. Click that tab and schedule a call with me. It is a free one-hour call where you will be able to have my undivided attention and we can talk about all of these things and how you can apply them to your marriage and how I can support you in doing that over a period of six months. Okay, so again, it's drshavon.com, D-R-C-H-A-V as in Victor, O-N-N-E.com. Okay, we'll link to it in the show notes. So again, in summary, here's what you do. You have to understand why he may be responding the way he's responding. Where is he hurting? Number two, recognize that you're making his actions mean something. Usually, he doesn't care. He doesn't love me. And those things are thought errors. They are just not true. Number three, you have to have a way to deal with your emotions so that they don't stay bottled up and you don't constantly like spew them out at him or withdraw. Number four, you have to keep your eye on what you want more, the marriage that you want, the reason that you want to stay together. And you have to believe that it's actually possible, even when you don't see the way right now. And then number five, Use God and the Holy Spirit to help you have the strength you need to continue to reach out to him and that God and the Spirit would soften your husband's heart towards you. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you have found this episode so valuable. If you did, why don't you leave me a review? Leave me a review. Let me know what you're taking away from this, it would be so great to hear from you and how you are applying this to your life. All right. Thank you so much for being here. And I will talk to you next time. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.